Yo, what's up? It's the Morning Sneakers Podcast. I'm your host, T.O. Sneakers, and this is my co-host. I sell sneakers, not dreams. And this is episode 95. Five episodes away from 100. Ooh-hoo. A long time coming. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's, it's crazy to feel like, to like to know that you're actually close to 100. Like, when you like at 80, you still feel like you kind of like a ways away. But like, when you like five episodes away, like this. It's pressure. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's pressure because, you know, we have fun doing this. We enjoy it. I think it's like, I think it really like set a tone to be like, damn, like we done did X amount of episodes. You know right. what I'm saying? Like the consistency level and and all of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, but I could understand like pressure could be a part also if it's like, damn, we did 100 episodes. So where do we go from <laughs> where here? Where do we go from here? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we're going we gonna to keep it fresh and we're going to keep figuring out ways to... uh to make it better and, yeah. and and keep giving good content. Uh Mother's Day just passed. You know what I'm saying? Happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day to, you know, all the beautiful mothers out there. Not mm-hmm. saying that some of them are not. Mm-hmm. No, it was a it was a joke. You didn't catch it when I was. That was a backhand compliment if I ever heard one. I know. It was it was supposed to be, but you know what I'm saying? You you caught it too fast. <laughs> but no, but but for real, like uh shout out to all all the amazing mothers out there. You know what I'm saying? Y'all doing really great jobs. You know, they'll never want to take away from um, the work that y'all put in, the influence that y'all have on all children's lives. You know what I'm saying? Um, Especially, you know, knowing you as a mother and seeing how great you are and amazing you as a mother. Jess, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just being surrounded by it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, And so, you know... Got to give you your flowers, your wine, your, you know what I'm saying, everything you want and deserve and more. I like the wine. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how was Mother's Day for you? Mother's Day for me was real good. Oh, that's good. I rested. Uh, I think I think that's kind of like where the space was this year. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying, more of a relaxed lean back you know what i'm saying uh mother's day yeah it's like i think every mother like i i, I know you know they just want to be left alone a little bit a little nap yeah. a little flowers candy okay cool uh leave me alone let me <laughs> give me some quiet time that's the present yeah no i i get that you know what i'm saying um and it's well deserved well earned and everything like that you know um we in this we in the space now you know what I'm saying? Um, where, and I, I we didn't speak about this, but I'm gonna bring it up. Okay. Did you see where um, Chris Rock Mama was talking about him getting slapped? She did an interview. No, I didn't end up looking. Like I saw it come like down my timeline. Yes. So I what, was, what I was did weak. she say? I was weak. She was just basically talking about how wrong he was for like what he did, and you know what I'm saying, and um. And all this, it really was. So was she acting like Rochelle? Oh, everybody hates Chris. Nah, she was. She was kind of. You know what? That's a good question. I I watched Everybody Hates Chris, but like I haven't I, I haven't rewatched. I think her name is Rochelle. But you know what I'm saying? Like I watched the. I didn't watch the whole thing because I was just like, you know what? This is like overkill. Got your mom on here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I ain't saying he had his mother on there, but you know, whoever the outlet was. You know, because they're trying to get some type of information. They're trying to get as close to information from Chris Rock as possible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He ain't he ain't giving it up. I think I saw once I saw one thing where they said he said something, but I don't think it was an actual quote from him. Mm-hmm. I think people just be reaching. Um, 
and everything like that. You know, this is one thing that we haven't talked about before we get into some other topics. Um, you know, Megan Thee Stallion had did uh, um, an interview, a 15-minute interview with Gail. Uh, what's the uh for? What was that? What's that about? You know, when you, look, I Go love ahead. Gail. I love Gail. But um, when you have a, a interview with her, it, it don't. Go, it don't, it, the outcome it, don't it, Yeah, it's never great. So I don't know that I would. I don't think she asked great questions. I went, I went, I was seeing snippets and I'm like, let me go see the whole 15 minutes of the interview. It was a 15 minute interview. That was surprising. Like it was that short. Um, they probably cut that down. And then, but no, but actually like seven, about seven minutes of it was about her store, her backstory. Mm-hmm. The last like eight minutes or maybe a little bit under eight minutes was, was her telling her story of what happened. Oh. She asked a couple great questions, but she didn't ask the... What questions did you want her to ask? Okay, so I wanted to ask her why she... I want her to ask why she got back in the car. Oh. You know what I'm saying? After her getting out and saying she didn't want to be there when she didn't come with Tory Lanez to the, to the party, mm-hmm. but she left with him after she decided she didn't want to be in the vehicle no well, more. I thought they said that she left first and then came no, back she, they all had left together because they got kicked out the party oh because it was discrepancy between them and she was she was obviously drunk you know what i'm saying so it was getting you know mm-hmm. it was getting too much attention was being drawn so okay it was like, y'all gotta go you know what i'm saying so you know what i'm saying like that was one of the questions you know and then my question is she was saying she was worried about you know what I mean? Somebody being hurt, the reason why she lied about being shot in the feet, you know what I'm saying, that she said was broken glass. So once you get to the hospital and you know you're in a safe space and somebody shot you, what's wrong with you? Especially after they say, okay, bullet fragments was found in your feet. What is wrong with you, you know what I'm saying, saying so that somebody said, shot, shot me. you? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it was just like a couple of, like after hearing her story being said again, because it was kind of said a little different. But it's been said differently. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying whatever happened to her didn't happen to her. Me neither. It's Mama just, had my business. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, I just thought that I I'm just thinking like the whole situation is interesting how, you know what I'm saying, um, Tory Lanez can't say shit. You know what I'm saying? But she dropped a diss track. <laughs> and the interview. And then the interview. And then she said that she wasn't sexually involved with Tory Lanez. Huh. But then she say in the diss track that she you know, so I, I guess it's artistic yeah, expression. I guess is that, it's is lying. Is it artistic expression? It's lying. And like usually, you know, what I'm saying I wouldn't say nothing about this topic just because it's just it's just too much going on, and it's just like so much just up in the air, and nobody really knows like anything. You know, what I'm saying you get to like certain points of where some stuff is kind of together, and a lot is where it's all over the place, right? And you know, what I'm saying. um I don't want it to be, make it seem like I don't believe what she's saying. Or... I don't. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't. She, she changed it a just, lot. Yeah. It's been what it well did, over a year. Yeah, and it and it changed again. It probably just well over. Yeah, yeah. way well over a year. Yeah, it's, it's changed a lot. So you know, okay. So this is my question with talking about this whole situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, do you think? 
it's a way is it do you think either way for Tory Lanez is to win like if he wins the case or if he doesn't win the case like do you think you know what I'm saying do you think regardless like what you think would be the outcome for him um I don't think it's a win or win uh I or guess... a lose lose situation I guess you say because you know sometimes people can be like well just because he won the case don't mean he didn't you know, you know how some people still had that perception. Yeah, but I think people gonna have that perception of you anyway. But still, even with the the ongoing uh, lawsuit, what he made that million dollars? What we report like a million dollars in a minute because yeah. it sold out like that. So it don't it doesn't seem to be hurting his independent sales. I mean, not to say that he can't be like blackballed. Yeah. By the industry and some other type well, I of think, way. I think he's able to stay afloat and stay able to still move right now because there ain't no. I mean, he is no now judgment. because, you know, at first, a lot of people was taking his yeah. music down. No, that's true. Yeah, that's true. And I know I heard a, a, a couple of his tracks off of a couple of them chick tapes mm-hmm. um, last week. I was like, they playing this again? Okay. Yeah. Um. But no, I don't think so. So what about way. for her? Do you think it'd be any backlash if if he's found not guilty or if it's or if it's came out definitively that he wasn't the one that did it? I don't think it's I I've I think she's getting a backlash already. Okay. If it came out with anything, I don't think it would be like super notched up from what it is right now. You got people believe her and you got people that don't. And I think it's just gonna stay that way. Got you, got you, got you. Uh, and and so that was just something I wanted to throw in there because it, mm-hmm. it ran across my mind. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we talk about fashion, high fashion, and you know, what I mean, some of the some of the things that we into, and sometimes you know, we get in spaces where we see some things where we be like, "That's too far," or "Why did they make that?" or "Why did they create that?" So today we seen where Balenciaga got a Converse. It's the damage distress Converse. And it's more than damage and distress. It looked like it's been thrown in the trash can a couple times. It looked like they pulled it out of a dump. Yeah. <laughs> and and you say it's going for eighteen fifty? Yeah. Eighteen fifty. Balenciaga, y'all should be ashamed. Like, you know, I want to see the person who's gonna buy it. <clears throat> Somebody gonna buy it. I mean, yeah. I hope not because I didn't seen a lot of them sneakers at concerts. I ain't gonna say which one. And so we going it's, it's interesting to see. Like, so what is your viewpoint on the whole damage distress look? Um, that's that's marked up for a high value price. I get distressed and maybe like worn a little bit, looking kind of you know broken in. These look <laughs> homeless. Um. Yeah, like no, uh, I ain't see I ain't see the joint where the back was cut off. Yeah. Like like back in the day, you said <laughs> you just see them be curled <laughs> up when they didn't had them too long. Man, no. Yeah, no. No, look at that. That's just that's terrible. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that's terrible. They is they. And they, I didn't know it was more than one pair. I just saw the first pair that's on the that's on the cover page. It got to be more than one pair because they they took all of these out the trash. <laughs> Like, <laughs> what did y'all? What? What? This I think I think like this is a, I think burned. this is a portion where you know when pushing the envelope, you know what I'm saying, where you just need to close Push the, the envelope. envelope. They threw that mug off the side. 
of the mountain. They didn't push on the slope. So, so I don't. After this, at, at this point, I don't know where they're going with designer after this. Like, if you, if you, if you having stuff look like this, I don't know where we're headed to next. You know what I'm saying? Like, and there's certain designers that I, designer brands that I do like, and there's certain designer shoes that I do like. But like this, no, nah, this ain't. This ain't even a question of like if it's something that I would potentially wear. Right. So with so with that being said, like what's some what's some information that you know what I'm saying that we got? Okay, <clears throat> so it's it's referred to as the Paris sneaker and the silhouette is based on converse, so it's not like a collab. Collab, right. Um so uh they wanted to focus more of the marketing of the shoe. Um, so they created a campaign dedicated uh, to the silhouette that features mm-hmm. a shoe in extreme wear, dirt, and plenty of marks. According to Balenciaga, it is suggested that the Paris sneaker is meant to be worn for a lifetime. So you can get it without all the marks uh, the- and stuff if you want to. Okay. Um, it says that if you're too lazy to break in your sneakers, a limited edition of a hundred extremely worn sneakers will be available. Yeah. So is that eighteen fifty regardless, or is the does the price change for the hundred limited? Um, I don't know. I don't know, but the Paris sneaker was available online. Today, oh, yesterday, when was Mother's Day? Yesterday, the eighth, ninth. So today, okay, it's available online um, in Europe. Okay, and the United States and Middle East stores will be following suit May sixteenth in Japan on May twenty third. Okay, so that they're using it as a marketing. Okay, I get it. Cause I show was like, yeah, it makes. What do y'all makes, doing? Yeah, it makes it's, it makes a little bit more sense now. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that, yeah, cause I'm on the I'm you didn't have me then go on the website now. <laughs> and I'm on the website and like even prior to uh the shoe and its distressness, I still don't like it. And so let me see. So it's six hundred. It's six hundred and twenty-five dollars, and the distress one. I don't, where'd you get the eighteen fifty from? I saw it in an article. Okay, well, I'm on the website right now, and it's six twenty-five. So we a correction. The distress, from what I see, is six twenty-five. Okay. And the non-distress is six twenty-five as well, and then the one with the halfback is uh four ninety-five. For the people who interested it. But I, I don't, don't I still mind. don't like the shoe overall. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. I still don't like the shoe overall. Um and prior to. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I mean? To each his own. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. Um, yeah, it's it's so many more better shoes you can buy with this type of money. Yeah, I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Um but yeah, I ain't, I ain't got nothing else. I, I really don't have nothing else to say about this. I don't have anything to say about it. Yeah, they say if you don't have nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We didn't, we didn't say it as much as we could say it. 
Okay, so the Louis Vuitton Air Force One, they're talking about, you know, there's going to be what actual six pairs that's actually going to be like first come, first serve. I believe so. That's going to be released through the Louis Vuitton store. Um, from my understanding that you're only going to be able to receive, I don't know if it's changed, but I know from what I last read, you're only going to be able to pick them up from the physical location that there wasn't, that they weren't going to be online. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that has changed at any point or if that's still going to be the same. Um, and I don't know if that's just meaning that they're going to be more limited, like based on the store location or colorway or, you know what I'm saying? Anything like that. But you know what I'm saying it will be interesting to see um this whole process and how it and how it goes. Yeah. Um I still you know what I'm saying, I still love a lot of the colorways. Um, I still don't think we have an actual retail price on what they're going to be. Right? I haven't seen one yet. I haven't seen I haven't seen one either. So But I think that they're uh, more along Louis Vuitton um uh prices and not Nike. Yeah, no, no, I, no, I, I obviously get that. I'm just trying to get a, I'm just trying to, I'm just, just trying to figure out a ballpark figure. I'm thinking in my head, like the, the one popular, you know what I'm saying, sneaker that uh, Virgil had involvement with that's a Louis Vuitton sneaker, it costs about $1,400. Okay, I could, I could see him starting at a So I could see it being a, in that ballpark figure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, I'm not expecting it to be like cheaper or or anything else, especially when they were made in the Louis Vuitton factory. They weren't made in the Nike factory, mm. so that's that's that that changes a lot as well. I guess because based on materials and everything else that they use on the shoe, you know what I'm saying, is what makes you know what I'm saying the situation different as well. Oh. So were they just for um a Sotheby's auction? Oh no, no that the was first, earlier. Yeah, that the was first, earlier. That, that's yeah. the that was the two dominant print color. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh one that's that went up for auction. So like these are gonna be the first come first serve um release. Okay. And it's kind of been interesting because it's kind of been like really quiet about it ever since you know they did the they auction. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Obviously there's been other talks of other uh Nike collabed um Virgil shoes dropping. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like the Blazer have recently dropped. Yeah. The Air Force One is supposed to be dropping soon. Um and now it seems like they're circling back to to these. Um so while we while we're on the topic of Virgil, you know what I'm saying, um talk about off white. Off white appoints Lord Jesus, I'm trying to say this right. Ibram. Ibram. Ibram, I think it's Ibram Kamara, mm-hmm. as the art and image director for Off White. Mm-hmm. And you have more information about Ibram. So he was actually um, born in Sierra Leone. Mm-hmm. Uh, grew up in London. Okay. Um. Well, he has um been editor in chief in uh, oh, what was it, Dazed, and he was editor. Editor at large at ID. Okay. Um, he's been styling. Um, and has worked with, um, the likes of Burberry and Louis Vuitton. Um, he has a relationship styling with um Off White 
the brand. Okay, so he has already. Had, had already had affiliation with the brand. Okay. Yes, and it started like huh, social media, DMing them, befriending oh, wow. them. So his his networking is great. Impec- <laughs> apparently, impeccable. it got him in the door. Okay. Um. So, uh, what they want to do is keep him overseeing. Um. Uh, what Virgil actually started. Um, let's say we have nourished a collective of creative minds that represent the best in their category and have a strong and personal connection with Virgil. Having Ivram on board, who has been a part of the Off-White family for years, styling our shows to overseeing art and creative of the brand in this next chapter is a great honor for Off-White. Yeah, so it really sounds like he made an imprint over mm. the years and really seemed like he possibly had built a close relationship with uh, Virgil as well. From, yeah, from, they said uh, personal and professional. Professional, right. Yeah. Uh, so, you know what I'm saying? This was something that we wanted to, you know, give y'all some backstory on because I didn't, I honestly didn't know anything about him. Right. Um, so I thought it'd be some good information to pass along for people who are fans of Off-White, for people who's keeping up with the transitions of the brand and what's going on with it. Yeah. Uh, so or even f- to give inspiration, inspiration to people yeah. who, you know, want to do certain things and they don't know how to go about them. Sometimes it just takes a small DM. Yeah. Don't DM know. me though. <laughs> DM me. I don't check them. And so, you know what I mean? It was, uh. It's, it's just definitely just interesting just to learn about new people and in the spaces and how they get to where they get to. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like like we said, we want to share that experience. Because to us, it seems like he popped out of nowhere, but yeah. obviously he's been doing this for a minute. Yeah, and, like, I've never seen his face either. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Obviously, he's behind the scenes as well, and he's becoming to you aligning the face with the name. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, when you were part of, like, magazines and stuff like that, a lot of times... You know what I'm saying? Your face isn't exposed. Right. You know what I'm saying? From the from the part that you play. Uh, with that being said, Facebook is removing all pack pad all podcasts from the platform on June third. It will stop allowing people to add their podcast starting that starting that week. So what what are you what are your feelings about this? About Facebook taking down podcasts? Um, is their prerogative? Okay, so obviously it doesn't doesn't, doesn't matter. You doesn't bother you at all. We not on Facebook. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it don't like. I think it's I think it's interesting. It, like it it raised the eyebrow to under to try to understand why. Yeah, they don't want you know podcasting to be up there. Maybe they've tried it. Maybe it's not as successful for them as a platform and they could use the space for So what about else. other businesses or things that's not you know? Well, I always believe that when you utilize another space that um that's not yours, you should always like you you can expect the unexpected. No, that, that's true. It's just interesting to see them pull down podcasts when podcasts is one of the like most like one of the biggest growing like platforms right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But um, maybe maybe, uh, maybe they're just not having any success in it. Or maybe maybe it's getting oversaturated for them, or maybe they feel like it's enough platforms that have. 
you know, podcasting. Because, you know, it's always, you know, we always get reached out to by via email mm-hmm. about a new podcast, a new um, platform who hosts podcasts. Yeah. Who are uploading our podcast onto their platform. We appreciate you for it. Yeah. All, um, all the ones who have. <laughs> right. All of y'all. What's up? Thank you. Um, no, I think, I think it's, I don't think it's that. I think it's a little more selfish reasons than that. It's not working for them. It's not making them any money. So they're probably going to put that money, like invested in something that that's doing a little better for them. I don't see them having that. Oh, okay. Well, you know, because, um, you know, we did, uh, Snapchat and then. You know, then they buy Instagram and then Instagram so, got stories. So like So that, what you what you think about this? They got what is it called? Facebook TV? Is that what it's called? Is it called Facebook TV? I don't know. You know like how Jada Pin got the Facebook deal and like some other shows. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's maybe that's like you said with the money thing and maybe that is conflicting with that space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With that Facebook TV space and maybe like you said, they want to consolidate mm-hmm. so they can put more into that into, into that space making more money getting yeah. more streams probably yeah because i i didn't know that facebook had like you know i know you know you create your page and you put up you might say you might oh, categorize so yourself say- as a podcast page so are they saying so that's what i'm saying like that they, like we couldn't just upload stuff right so like, like you couldn't you that. couldn't create a, a page for your podcast and upload stuff about your podcast so like if you got a personal Hold page, on. so they saying that I can't talk about the podcast on my no, page? but on your personal page you would be able to like if you what they don't want is a actual page like if you have an actual page for your podcast, you know what I'm saying those are the pages that they're taking down. Oh. But if you're you know what I'm saying posting about your podcast on your personal page or like whatever else or promoting your podcast well, it, it is that doesn't seem like it hurt anything right How and that's what and that's and that's why i was saying like, i thought it was just like i thought they hosted like apple and, and google and spotify host no i didn't i haven't seen anything like podcast that actually, and you can go on there and click on yeah i actually looked on facebook and i was trying to see if they actually had like like that situation and, and i specifically didn't find anything um, so I was just looking at it like maybe it's because, like I said, because of the Facebook TV space or whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? But they just don't want you to have your podcast, you know what I'm saying? Cause like you have, um, podcast groups, okay. but then you got your podcast pages they said now this is that uh, Facebook launched its live audio and podcast service in June 2021. Mm, see, I didn't see that. Where you find it at? It just came up on Google. That's, oh, that's, see, I didn't. I didn't Google. I went to the actual app trying to see, trying to find stuff. Yeah, Facebook is giving up on podcasts after just after one year. So they did have one. Um, but how can you find it on here? It said amidst, amid a craze for social audio platforms spurred by the live audio app Clubhouse. Um, go to your Facebook page. There are two different entry points for podcasts depending on if you're in the new pages experience or classics pages experience. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which page. Ex- I don't for know which the page, new experience, page I'm in. experience. Click the gray manage button on the right side of your page. 
then click manage podcast. Did it come? Oh, okay. I'm trying to see. I don't know if I'm in a new page experience. <laughs> oh gosh. But no, that's that's inter that's interesting to to know and see because I like like I said, I was looking through the app and I didn't find anything. You know what I'm saying? So you was so so yeah, no. They might say well, we ain't put it on right now because it's about to be shut down. Yeah. Or oh, they might have removed it all. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, they might have removed it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it don't seem like they promoted because we ain't hear nothing about that. Right. We didn't even know that existed. They had it. I, I'm, so because I, I literally thought it was just so. So does so. I guess you will be able to have your individual podcast page. Yeah. So you still will be able to have that. So sorry for that uh, confusion or misunderstanding. You will still be able to. Y'all have didn't know anyway. No, nah, y'all didn't. Y'all probably didn't give a <laughs> shit about this no way. <laughs> But it's information that we put out there just, you know what I mean, so you know what's going on if you're in the podcasting space or just information, you know what I'm saying, to keep you in tune with. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Um, We recently had a passing of Kevin Samuels. Some loved him, some didn't. For For a nice little while, people was confused and really thought it was like a whole joke. Um, they didn't believe that he had actually passed, which I was confused well, about it as nobody well. Nobody had like confirmed it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because they was like I, because I they was like he was found in his apartment, and I was like I was like damn. So was it like he didn't show up to an appointment or was he not answering the phone and Mm-mm. somebody came? Like how did that, how did that transpire? So what had happened was I heard I heard conspiracy theory. It was this little nervous. It's not a conspiracy. I was, I read it. We read it. Look, I was looking through shit. Don't don't ask me where I read okay, it because I go didn't ahead. see it. But go I saw ahead. it on a couple of platforms. You said you didn't see. Well, go ahead. I'm, I ain't finna play with you right now. Go ahead. You you listening to my words too closely? Mm-hmm. But listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Why you play it? So it 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 was said that he met somebody the night of or the night before. The young lady ended up coming to his home. Um, to spend some time with him. Okay. Okay. And uh, she said like the next morning he he um was complaining of chest pains. So why didn't he go to the? I guess that's when I don't know if he had a heart attack or okay. something because then I I was going through YouTube and it was like a channel on there when he was talking to a uh. uh a young man and he was explaining that you know he had had stage three cancer so it was like how did he die yeah because you know they're not really they're not really mentioning and then they said he had a laugh or something well i saw the laugh but i couldn't hear what he said like why the lady was in his his own his uh apartment or whatever so as you so as you speculating this young lady didn't took him out is that i, I spec she was sent do you think she was sent mm-hmm. dang so she's she like she like one of the movies yeah, she's, she's a very nice looking so you saying he couldn't pull a nice he looking one like resist her. oh okay that's true hey. they knew what he liked because he talked all that shit um some of it was educational some of it was broached but um that's my conspiracy yeah 
Well, you know, rest in peace to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it is crazy some of the comments that people oh, are putting yeah. out. Oh, yeah. I'm like, dang. For like, the, it wasn't that, it, it was never that serious. You know what I'm saying? Regardless whether I agree with everything what he said or a little bit of what he said. You know what I'm saying? Like, I agreed on some of the stuff some, he said. Uh, just just was, his was, delivery was trash. You know how sometimes they say you can't. Um, if I'm screaming at you, you can't re- you're not concentrating on my words, but how I'm screaming yeah. at you, I think that's what it was with him. Sometimes you got some stuff to say, but I'm not gonna take it in if you got like a little condescending attitude with it all the time. No, I I, I get it. I get it from his standpoint, and I get it from the receiving standpoint. Mm-hmm. Me too. You know, so I get it from both sides. You know what I'm saying? It was something I was way left field, and I think that's the reason why people was a little startled like damn like is this real you know what i'm saying but then people like people couldn't confirm it like his mother said that she heard about it on social media also yeah like like he like people really had hate for this man like that's yeah that's just crazy like you know know what i'm saying like i i could feel you see you feeling some type of way to want to listen to him right be like like, okay he full of shit i ain't got no words for him I don't have any negative words. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's crazy. Like, people straight had, like, they glad he did. Like, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, like, I'm not glad anybody's it ain't, it dead. Ain't, it, ain't that, it ain't that deep now. Right. Did he, did, he, did he mess up your relationship or something? Like, he might have. Like, <laughs> um, Got your man at home listening to him now. <laughs> now y'all arguing because of what he see. Hey. <laughs> It's just crazy. Like, but I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes we ain't gonna go too deep into this. But like, sometimes the women that be on there and they be saying, <laughs> "Like, come on now!" Like, it would, like sometimes it be feeling like they setting themselves up. I think you do set yourself up when you go on somewhere like that. If you go onto a chauvinistic show, like a, a extremely hard chauvinistic show, because he went hard. No, he it wasn't like he he didn't hold his tongue for anything. If you don't know what you're going into, like you got to know now, so you got to be a little delusional. <laughs> but it seemed, it seemed like people who was asking questions were people who prior listened. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I listen to what you got to say. I don't want to ask you no more questions. But I see they did. <laughs> you know, but a lot like, but I think the thing was a lot of these women was. Stating, you know what I'm saying, they wanted a particular guy in a specific stratosphere of finance and everything else. You know what I'm saying? You can always want what you want, but that don't mean you qualify, you know what I'm saying, to get it. You know what I'm right. saying? Um and that's just that's that just be what it be, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just how it goes. But, you know, rest in peace to him. You think it's gonna be a follow up uh, uh, uh Kevin Samuels too? It's this, always this, one. That's just gonna pop up out it's the woodworks. It's always one because he wasn't the first. Who was the first? I don't know. He ain't gonna be the last. <laughs> it's always somebody who got a strong opinion about something. No, nah, that's true. That's definitely that's definitely true. Mm-hmm. Um, Elon Musk and you know, forty four billion. They they just tossing out there like it ain't like it's just you know what I'm saying. Dollar change. It is apparently. <laughs> it's some dollar to change. Buy, to buy Twitter. So, what, how do you feel about um, Elon Musk buying Twitter? Buying Twitter. I mean, 
isn't he in a class action lawsuit for being racist at Tesla? Not him, but somebody who had worked for Tesla. It's a couple of people. Yeah, they like got some, some money. Had, yeah, but it was it was like people that was over certain parts of the of the company mm-hmm. that you know what I'm saying that was like you know that was bosses of you know what I'm saying the people who worked in certain spaces. And he Tesla, so it was him. That's the risk you take being the face of a brand. Well, I I say yes to an extent. But like if you, he probably ain't the one who did the hiring of of those people. Mm, well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you can't fully hold him accountable for whoever who was overseeing and hiring and Yeah, but I heard he was a little racist. Or I don't I, I don't I don't know. I can't attest to that. So Me I ain't neither. gonna, I ain't gonna yeah. throw I ain't gonna throw nothing at that on him. I don't care. He ain't putting like, money on me. No, nah, no, nah, I don't care nah, about nah, throwing nothing. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna speculate somebody being, being that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, yeah. I don't know, but he tripping now. Talking some. If he come up missing, I don't know. Maybe he on that yak or something. Maybe he he on more than yak. <laughs> 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 baby boy on a couple of things man. yeah i'm like i'm interested to see what you know what i'm saying what buying twitter does for him and what what he see what he wants to see happen with twitter you know what i'm saying like you just ain't buying twitter just to buy it you know what i'm saying obviously you see you have some type of vision of what you want it to look like or or maybe some things change that you want to change back or whatever the case might be because obviously he he's a a prime twitter user Okay, so it said the Tesla's chief executive promised new features and reiterated his push to soften Twitter's stance on content moderation. Free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy, and Twitter is the digital town square where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated. So the takeover, if it goes through, which it did already would mark one of the biggest acquisitions in tech history and will likely have global repercussions for years to come, including possibly shaping how billions of people use social media. Hmm. And that's from the Wall Street Journal. So is they saying that because he condones free speech and I guess he won't be censoring mm-hmm. certain things? Yeah. Yeah, that could be, that can be very testy. Yeah. It, it can be it can be very problematic. Very problematic. It's a double edged sword that you that you playing with. You're trying to put Donald Trump back on Twitter. Hmm. <laughs> 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 they got the words for that. One. Man, look. <laughs> oh man, the shit that be going on, man. Now, now you got me into it. Like I'm, I'm horrible at at Twitter. Like I'm horrible at tweeting all that shit. You know, I'm bad at it too. Like I, can't, like I can find information on Twitter yeah, really me too. quick. Yeah, I could do that too. But as far you want me to say something, oh, okay, yeah, no. yeah, no, it ain't working. Mm-mm. We we're not we're not the Twitter people. So for the Twitter people out there, shout out to y'all who can tweet real well. Yeah, we're not those. We're not them. We're not none of them. <laughs> um. ASAP Rocky and Rihanna. They have been in the media a lot lately, not only about their relationship, but about the pregnancy, 
and now because ASAP Rocky has a song that they did and a music video. And the music video already out. I didn't know that. Yeah, it came out a couple of days ago, didn't it? Oh. I didn't know, I didn't know that either, but oh. I, I watched watched partial. I didn't get to hear it because okay. we was talking, but I got to go back and like actually listen to it. Mm-hmm. Video aesthetic-wise looked dope. I like the aesthetics of, of what it looked like so far. Um, He's usually good with that stuff. Yeah, so, you know, just shout out to them all the way around. You know what I mean? I know it was some some shit that was popping up about him involved in the shooting. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying? And, and they denounced him, found a gun in his house that was tied to it, that they didn't find nothing and all this and that. So hopefully that situation is clear of everything that, you know what I'm saying, the progress that he's making, everything else that he's dealing with. Right. Um, And he's dropping an album called All Smiles. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, And everything like that. So... Just shout out to them, shout out their progress, their blessings, and and everything like that. Uh, with that being said, since I'm on the line of music right now, you know what I'm saying? Since like, we're here. Since we're here, you know what I'm saying? Future just dropped the album, and uh, I enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoyed it. Chickens, chickens? Oh, that's my giant. Chickens. Chickens, yeah, with uh, ESTG. Oh. Yeah, you guys, he got some joint. Voodoo with... Uh, with uh, What's, what's his name? I don't know. Kodak Black. Oh. Hey, Kodak Black did his thing on that. Like, I was uh, I was actually surprised. I didn't know if I was gonna like this album, but I did. I enjoyed it. Okay, I might have to listen yeah, to I, it. I, I, I enjoyed this joint. A blast dropped a dropped a new album as well. Who? Blast. Oh man, come on now. I I got you hip to the last album that you listened to, which you probably and I and I sent it to you. you had told me to send it to you, and I had sent it to you. To listen to it, but Jazz probably didn't listen to it, but it's okay. You didn't, you didn't listen to it with me countless amount of times. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? But that album is dope as well. You know what I'm saying? He's a he's a West Coast native, R&B singer. You know what I mean? Sometimes guy. rap a little bit. Yeah. Guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking about then. I know you're you know talking what I'm about. saying. Um, but the album is dope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Pusha T dropped the album recently. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did you listen to the whole thing? Yes, I did. Okay. I played that through. Oh, okay. I enjoyed that. All right. I was just um, waiting on that. Um, the Nego album, obviously that's been out for a little while, but I enjoyed that one as well. Um, let me see who else dropped. Oh, you want to know an uh, uh, um, album I was surprised I liked? What? What's his name? His name? Fujiano? Mm-hmm. Like his album, his shit, the Bible album, like that shit hard. Like I straight listen to that shit straight through. Fujiano. Yeah, like I never, I've, I've always heard singles, but I've never been interested in. Is he locked up? Mm, I don't think so. Okay, I might not. But I, um, but I actually like the whole, the whole album. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, I play it. I play it straight. Um, oh, I said Fujian. He is locked up. I'm sorry. Five of your form. I get their names mixed up all the fucking time. You is right. My bad. I had to pull up my Apple Music. Five of your form. I don't know. His album. It's fire. Okay. I always listen to like singles. You know what I'm saying? The album is called uh, Bible. I always listen to singles and I always thought they was cool, but it never driven me to like listen to like mixtapes or albums. albums any, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this joint, I enjoy. It, you okay. know what I mean? So if you're interested in checking that out, you know what I mean? Fuck with that too. You know what I mean? Uh, we I know we haven't really did like the music segments and all that shit in a long time, but. Yeah. It's been it's been like certain little music I've been tapping into the space of like Earth Gang Ghetto Guys like this that's a group you know what I'm saying that's out that's from Atlanta mm-hmm. from West Side they uh, signed to um 
J. Cole. Because you gave me the fingers like I did. Yeah, because you, you chose enough. When I, when I'm I do like, the fingers, I'm reeling you in. You know it, what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know what the um, fingers, man. And they actually about to go on tour. They got a song They got a song with Future, Music Soul Child. Um, they got CeeLo on the song. You know what I'm saying? Uh, one of my favorites. One of my favorite joints is a Billy featuring uh Future, um, and another one of my favorites is All Eyes on Me. Amen. That one has Music Soul Child. Um, J Cole is actually on the song uh, Water Boys and JID. So you know what I'm saying it's a dope album that you should tap into uh, and listen to. I just I'm just rambling on just because these are this is just some music that I've been listening to as of recently that I've been uh checking out. So if y'all interested. Check all them albums out. Let us know what you think of them. Like them. Don't like them. Whatever the case might be. Um, a lot of these, and it's dope because a lot of these places are going on, on tour uh, right now. You know what I'm saying? So you'll be able to get a lot of good concerts. You know, Her was here recently. That was a concert that I really, really love to go to that I missed. Yeah, everybody um, said that was a great concert. Yeah. And then, you know, um, what is it called? What is it? The I-85 show mm-hmm. was here in St. Louis. Did you know a fight broke out? Did it? Why the show? Yeah, I had seen like a uh, a little snippet had pulled up on my up on my joint. You know what I'm saying? On my on my IG of somebody recording a fight that was going on. Was it girls? You know what? If you couldn't tell, you could just see people moving out the way, and it was kind of dark. So like, you know what I'm saying? You see you see the fight going on, but you don't see actually see the people. Okay, if that makes sense. Okay, and you see people trying to move, move around. around. Yeah, all that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying, and and my thing is, I'm trying to hear the background because I'm trying to see if they noticing what's going on. Because I want to hear the rebuttals, right, of how they're responding to what's going on. But you couldn't really. The person with the camera was wasn't doing a great job. They was kind of holding sound. Seemed like they was covering like the microphone and shit. Like, or they was trying to not seem like they was. No, they seemed like they was moving all around. (laughs) So they didn't seem like they were trying to hide nothing. They, they just they got a big old hand and it was covered. Yeah, it just wasn't it just wasn't working right for them. Uh, while we on music, you know what I'm saying? Let's talk about Kendrick Lamar. You know what I'm saying? He got an album dropping May 13th. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he he recently dropped a video for um what is it um the Heart Five and it was like this was some shit I never seen before. Well, obviously we never seen something like this before. Um, he didn't he didn't stepped his creative bag up to a whole new level. I feel like, um, because he had you know each part of the song he did image of Nipsey Hussle, Kobe Bryant, um, Will Smith, Kanye, Kanye, OJ Simpson, mm-hmm. and is that a, is that everybody? It looked like it. Was, it seemed like that. Well, that's what I saw. I yeah. didn't see it. Um, and it's it's like a five minute video, but it was just it was just dope. You know what I'm saying? It was it was kind of uh it was kind of freaky in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like wow. <laughs> because like when he got to the point, like when when the face to shift, but mm-hmm. like it got freaky for me when like when like he got to the point when he said Sam, mm-hmm. and it seemed like he was like talking as nip like that that was kind of like like whoa like you know it's not him but it's yeah. just like but you see in the face and it's just like like whoa, like whoa like you know what i'm saying just throw you off a little bit mm-hmm. but you're intrigued also because it's like damn i've never seen somebody tell a story like this yeah you know what i'm saying so this really 
got me excited about his album because I'm like, I don't know what to expect or what to look forward to, which I still don't. Because this ain't, this ain't saying this could really give you a vibe of right. what to expect. Because it's it's been a minute since he dropped yeah, the album. A minute, minute. Years. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So um, for, for so for me, it's just really exciting me because I feel like we're going to really get some dope stories. And I'm really looking forward to like the visuals. Like I don't really look forward to like music videos like I used to. Mm-hmm. But like with this album that he dropping, like whatever he, whatever he dropped, yeah, as a single and make videos too, I'm definitely going to be tuned in for. Right. I definitely going to see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so what did you, how did you watch the whole video from the snippets, Mm-mm. from the snippets of what you seen? What did, what did you think about it? I thought it was all right. You thought it was all right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, I just re- seen it. Okay. I got to go back. <laughs> no, I got to. Take in Chroni- Chronicles of Ashante. I'm this, saying this, Chronicles of a Crazy Record. Look, I don't watch TV. I don't. But no, I had to, after like, you know, well, you know, I was a big fan of Nip. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fan of Ye. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm a fan of Kobe. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fan of like, damn, like, I ain't really no fan of OJ, but. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I wanted to see, I wanted to. Her the thing in full. See, just see the transitions and see, you know what I'm saying, everything and how, With it, each how character. it unfolds. Yeah, and how mm-hmm. it unfolds. Okay. So, you know, shout out shout out to him, you know what I'm saying, making moves, getting back into the music and and everything like that. Definitely looking forward to seeing, tapping in on May. Because I feel like this nigga finna have a series of fucking oh, crazy yeah. ass videos. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, that we finna get. I look you know forward to it. So, yeah, I definitely look forward to it as well. Okay. Has a female boss culture became toxic for some men? You a man, you answer first. Oh, she, ooh, she, 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 she got me. She the undercover. She, yes. she don't always get her first. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. I see you. Go ahead. I see you. <clears throat> I see you. Okay. Um, I can see. I can see where I could say that. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, in the in the aspect of family, like when you're looking at. Like family dynamic and family perspective, mm-hmm. um, because when when you got a situation where and I and I feel like especially when you're looking for two people who are being quote unquote bosses, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like when you're striving for success or greatness, something has to be sacrificed and something has to um, come. Something has to lack, yeah, in some shape or form. So if you have a woman who is a boss or a busy, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. There are going to be certain things you're going to be substituting that you might not be able to get on a regular basis. Um, and and like when I'm talking about like bosses, I'm talking about I'm talking about these certain stature of women who like are on these high levels of like extreme. Um, levels of closing deals and like very very busy. Okay. Not you know what I'm saying. Not not like the boss of like some and, and it could be, um, depending on what level of like business you are, depending on um what stratosphere of like company. Because mm-hmm. like you know you could be a GM of a certain company that could have you working long hours, right? That could prevent you from doing certain things as well. Mm-hmm. So this is so this is my thing. Um, when it comes to 
you know what I mean, women being bosses in the, in the space, right? How how are men seen far as women who are bosses? Like how how does that balance uh come into play? And I think that's where the conflict kind of comes in at. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like like where how do a, how do a man fit as being a man in that space? Hmm. Hmm. Is that the question you're asking me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I I think it depends on um where that woman is and what she's looking for. Okay. Because you know some people you know want a a different type of provider. Some want some just want financial. Some want quality. Some want something else. Whatever you want. And I think that they just need to have conversations to see how they could work that out. I don't think people um, communicate mm-hmm. uh, as much anymore. Mm-hmm. It's always an assumption of your role in a relationship. If you're in a relationship, I think you should have conversations to understand your roles and your ideals of what you would like a relationship that you're in. And yes, I agree. It's about communication but i think i think it get a little bit more difficult you know what i'm saying than just like uh communication and understanding just because i think sometimes uh certain things got to play out what you mean um let me see how can i explain this in the right way so i'm saying this like this i feel like sometimes you got to kind of like be in the space of like actually doing okay to see the effects and see how things truly play out to see what you can deal with handle or if this is really what you wanted. You see what I'm saying? Um, it's just like in a situation of, you know, you go from a regular lifestyle to a regular, a regular lifestyle to one, one day, you know what I'm saying? Being, being a millionaire mm-hmm. and, and making those adjustments, like how you thought you would handle yourself or how you thought things would be nine times out of 10 is not the same in actuality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it can be worse situations where everything falls in place and that's be what you want. But sometimes I think because you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, and I, and I really do feel like it depends on what type of male you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and how you and that person are connected. And when I say connected, I mean like um, how well in tune y'all are with each other. That's what I just said. You said about the communication. How right? do you could you supposed to be? You supposed but, to communicate. Yeah, you supposed to communicate. But this is this is what I'm saying. Like when I feel like there's certain levels of being in tune with a person. Okay. I feel like sometimes you can be in so much in tune with a person where you kind of well-roundedly understand them where mm-hmm. certain things that you might not put up with this person but you can tolerate you know what i'm saying from this person or you understand this about this person to where you can navigate in a different way well yeah that's communication you, too yeah it, it is but because if you don't know how that person um not say like act or think you know what i'm saying y'all along the same thought process you have to start there because 
if I don't like apples and you love apples, then that's something that's a deal breaker for both of us. That's something that you have to talk about that you should know about. But but you can both love apples, but but when you're serving the apples, this person might like that apples carved, and this person might like that with the skin on. And well, now that's you're what, hitting but that's conflict. what I'm saying, though. But, but you you should know that. You but if should. you never have a conversation about these things, it's gonna it's gonna uh, build a roadblock because you're gonna automatically assume these things just aren't a big deal. I, when I they agree. Are. I agree to an extent, but sometimes you hit roadblocks because sometimes when you involve with somebody and you love somebody, you know what I'm saying. You want things to work, right? So you may be communicating about it, and sometimes you know what I'm saying you fall in line with what's going on because you want. The relationship to be successful and you want things to work out mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying yeah but in in the midst of wanting things to work out you know sometimes um individual feelings grow that you might you know what i'm saying you you might have insecurities you might have resentments mm-hmm. that you didn't think that you would have had prior to after being in that situation for so long you know what i'm saying of the space of what it is i guess <laughs> you know what I mean it's just you know uh, sometimes you know we could get in spaces or relationships and it it, it could be in a wide range of situations but <clears throat> when, it's, when it's coming to what you're expecting sometimes sometimes you feel like you can um, downplay certain things or or because you love this person you can you know what I'm saying with, withstand or deal with certain things mm-hmm. and you know Sometimes it's all about the timing and how and, and how much time it takes. You know what I mean? Because sometimes people get comfortable in the way things are. You know what I'm saying? And when you're ready to shift things, that could become a conflict. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, but you said you was on the same page as me and you said you was cool with this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? But this, that, but now I done got to the third and you're like, no, nah, you know what I'm saying? We need to go back to two and, you know what I'm saying, to subtract one and we need to get back to zero. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, obviously, yes, at this point in time, we was agreeing because we wanted to see it through. You know what I'm saying? But what that got to do with female bosses? But that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, what it has to do with female bosses is, is like this. I see how it could be a conflict because, okay, when you, when, 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 as a male, when you're growing up dealing with women or, mm-hmm. or like whatever the case might be, mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know what I mean? Women either wanted, wanted you wanted you to create time to spend with them, mm-hmm. provide, or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. So with a woman being a boss, depending on what the situation is, either you're at equal value or you might be, you know what I'm saying, financially you might be a little bit less. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to being in those spaces, you know what I'm saying, like the navigation is different. Okay. Cause her, because her... Cause at that point she's a dominant she's a dominant figure. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, like when a lot of times in those spaces, if you're not, I don't want to say if you're not considered equal, but if it's not balanced out a certain way, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? One and nine times out of ten in the relationships, somebody is a little bit more headstrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So a woman who is a boss who is who or looked at his closing deals and doing this and doing that, sometimes she could be headstrong on certain positions in life of of how things should be done. Yeah. Not saying that men aren't the same way, 
But they, just because you're a headstrong woman doesn't mean you're the dominant in the relationship. Most successful, most thoroughly successful women that I have that I have been around mm-hmm. have been dominant beings. Not in their relationship is what I'm saying. I've seen them be dominant outside of their relationship and they have been dominant in their relationship as well. Mm. I'm not saying they go 100% across the board because I haven't been around 100% dominant women or, or, you know what I'm saying, or in that in that case scenario, but I have seen it. Mm. And I have had, had, had conversations of like, you know, why it why they felt like it had failed mm-hmm. or what, you know what I'm saying? Or, or what, what could change or what could be different? You know what I'm saying? Or how things could balance out. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just, a, it's just a thing. It's just a thing is where sometimes when you get a male in a space and sometimes women, or I, I ain't gonna say women, people in general, sometimes people in general subconsciously treat people a certain way without trying to. You know what I'm saying? Just because of the space that they're in or because of what they do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes when that happens, you know what I'm saying? You can get in a space of, you know what I'm saying? Of, of building of, of building your own type of resentment or feelings against that person. Not intentionally, but just because, you know what I'm saying? You you might have felt like this relationship is is y'all are growing together or this is supposed to be this way or that. Mm-hmm. But as soon as, you know what I mean? You need to stir left, you know what I'm saying? And they want you to stir right. You know what I'm saying? That's where the conflict is coming in at. You know what I'm saying? Like they want you to move right with them instead of, you know what I'm saying? The possibility of stirring left. But that's where the communication goes. But you can communicate about it and it's still, and it still stay the same. You can communicate about it and work through it too. Yeah, I feel like to an extent you can, because and that and that's where that's where people being hard headed come in at. You can have conversations, so you can have a conversation with somebody about and that's and that's where the point of where something I don't want to say fail, but where something concludes to an end. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where you've had to have so many conversations, or you've you or you felt so some certain type of way for so long that. You know what I'm saying? That is, you know, um, that it's not working no more. Just like for women, when for women who have have married so-called powerful men or extremely successful men, you know what I'm saying? Some it wasn't what they thought it would be. Some may have turned to in-home wives and this, that, and the third, or wanted to be, or thought that it was going to be like this for a certain amount of time, and wanted to get back into whatever profession after having kids and after raising kids for so long and, and they wouldn't maybe getting that support, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To make that transition back or whatever the case might be. It, you know what I mean? It's the same thing. Like, I feel like on the other side of it, like for, for women. So it, you know what I'm saying? It, 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 it's a situation where like you want it all, you know what I'm saying? But, to an extent, you know what I'm saying? When you get so successful or so much of in the in the space, it's like, you know, how do you fit it all in? You know what I'm saying? Because like and, and and then the thing of it is, men, we have egos. I'm not saying women don't, 
But men have egos when it comes to a relationship as well. Oh, that and sounds like a personal problem. Not not necessarily 100% because it's just like if you want to be there for your woman in a certain way or your woman wants you to be there for you or for her for a certain way, she's telling you she wants this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to provide this, that, and the third. Right. But the reaction that you're getting is not the same. Mm-hmm. That that becomes the that that becomes like the conflict, you know what I'm saying? Um, because it'd be situations like that where you could say, "I want my man to do this, or I want my lady to do this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. I want it to be like this, this, and this." And that person gives you this, this, and this, and they looking for uh, a certain type of reception, for as like appreciative, like being appreciative, or you know, what I mean, loving, or whatever the case might be. But because they're in this headspace, and I, like I said, I'm not talking about every woman or every man, mm-hmm. but be, be, because they're in this headspace or this mold, they don't react in the same way that they, or, or, the, or they don't react, or they may not react the way the person may think they should react, if that makes sense. I, uh, I get it. It's just, it's just, it's a lot of variables to adjustments. Like when you become successful, it's just so many levels of adjustments. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, Everything just comes down to you figuring out whatever balance. Because you're not, you know what I mean? Like, everything ain't going to be squeaky clean. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you're going to, obviously, they're going to be late nights. They're going to be early mornings. They're going to be miscommunications. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All that is, is, is going to be had. Um. So, it's just basically about, I feel like it's basically about what you can withstand. Right. You know what I'm saying? And... and and a lot of times we think we can withstand a lot in the in the beginning, but when you get so far deep in, you know what I'm saying, like you really learn to understand what what you what you truly thought you can deal with. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like and I think that's I think that's the discrepancy. And that's what I'm saying. Like you can have the communication, you can feel like you're on on the same page, but I think it's the long term, you know what I'm saying, how both of you adjust. Right. To you know what I'm saying, or communicate about whatever feelings. Right. You know I, I'm, well, I'm not saying it's just like one meeting of communication. Oh, no, That's no, what I, gonna go through. No, I know. I know you were saying like it was gonna be <laughs> continuous communication, yeah. but you know, some people will. I don't want to say lie, but some people will. You know what I'm saying? Mislead a situation. Lie. <laughs> no, when I when I say mislead, I'm I I just basically be like they'll go with the flow, kind of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Versus telling like how they may really feel. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So okay. they not they not lying about it. It's just they love the person. They want to be with the person. So they feel like, oh. They not being totally upfront. Upfront. Their yeah. feelings of their to feelings. see where it can kind of go. Maybe yeah. it'll get they better. They thinking like, oh, it might, it, it'll get better. Or I can make this adjustment at this point. But that by the time it get to that point, it's too late. Mm-hmm. Because you didn't really set, you didn't really engrave yourself in the situation. You didn't already said, okay, yeah, I'm cool. Yes, this is, you know what I'm saying? So now if you say something now, it's like. It's out the blue, and it's like, well, you said all this time that you was cool with it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can ask where it changed it. Yeah, no, you can definitely, you could definitely ask where it changed it, but at that point, is it something to come back from? Well, that all depends on the person who took too long to say anything. Yeah, or or it could depend on where that where the other person is at at that point, because they they could be over it. Or at if that they're point. not listening, that too, they don't want to listen. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it'd be interesting about these conversations and these dynamics because it's like, 
<coughs> it seemed like, leave me alone. Mm-mm. It seemed like there's so many branches <laughs> to this tree. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can, you, it's like you can sit here and speculate so many different uh, nuances of situations, mm-hmm. but you just can't really say until you get the particulars of the people that's involved in, and and how they, you know what I'm saying, potentially can move about the situation. Um, you know, and that's and that's just it. But I, I feel like, you know, if you both if you both are bosses, or if you have one person who is, you know what I'm saying, more successful, and you have somebody who is stepping back to man the family or like whatever, mm-hmm. just just I just feel like you know just take a second to just be appreciative, acknowledge acknowledgement is right. important. All of those small things, I think sometimes when you become successful as well, you get caught up in the big gestures. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the small gestures is is what becomes more grand. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think, I think it's, it's more or less those type of situations and keeping that level of respect for your partner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And not losing your respect for your partner just because of, of what that is. And for this last question, ladies, okay, that's for you. Okay. Lady, if your man told you to quit your job because he wanted to take care of you financially, what would you say? Like all my jobs, but just. <laughs> I, I guess you would say, what's your main? My main job. Um. Yeah, I'm quitting. I'm gonna concentrate on all my other stuff. It's not like I'm just gonna stay okay. At so home. okay, let's say okay, let's take this back. Let's say uh, let's say let's say he just wants you 100. percent Why? What is? What you see? It was like a, a mosquito. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, my bad, y'all. Because uh, <laughs> that's the second time you did it. I was like, what? <laughs> but um, so what? Let's say it was all the all the jobs. Mm-hmm. Let, let's say you only had one job and you didn't have no side hustles or nothing. Just say your primary. Oh, just be quiet. Okay. and that was the case what would you do um we have to sit down and talk about this like am i i I couldn't okay i probably had to have some type of job like i would have to have some type of hobby i was really into or I would have to have some type of job or hustle or something because I have to still make my own money for some reason because I can't ask for money. Okay. And I, I mean, I can. I can. But I don't want to all the time. I would like to, to feel like I'm earning some some type of something. So would you rather it be a situation of where they just covered everything financially versus you quitting your job or or where you did like you say where you had hobbies and everything and they just kind of took care of everything financially versus so if they were taking over everything financially for me to pursue other things yeah i'm all for it i'm for that Yes, I would. I have things that I would like to pursue. If you want to take care of the overhead, so family, what if they just want to take care of the bills and the home front? They could still take care of that. I, I still got to because what if something happened? Okay. Like if both of us could work, and I could just put away my little money or something. What if, what if something happened? A couple of days down, a couple of months down, or something? I don't want to be in a. 
or have him be in a financial bind where it's just like stressful. Like something. I got to do something. Something. So what if you do something, but it's not, but if it's not nowhere near equivalent to. Well, I ain't really spending no money, so I can say. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying that you can't, you know what I'm saying? But, but still when it's coming, when you like configure balance, you know what I'm saying? You're saying saving mm-hmm. compared to what you'd be saving compared to what's being spent or what's being made would be a different, would be a different situation. And my, this is my question also. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if a man wanted you to quit your job mm-hmm. and be fully, you know what I'm saying, take care of you fully financially, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't, but you don't have full access to the money. How do you feel about that? I gotta go to work. <laughs> I gotta go to work. Like I don't, I don't like when people got hold stuff over me. Like I don't want to have to ask you for anything so if i want to buy you a birthday present i have to ask you for some money for your right. birthday present like that's weird no yeah now if it's something where like we had small children and we didn't want them to go to daycare or something okay but the moment they can go to elementary school i'm out i got to work i got to do something do you do you think we're in the space where uh the whole one person works while one person stay at home thing do you think that's uh i don't want to say a figment of imagination but do you think it's do you think it's something that's more difficult in this time versus in other times before um i do and i don't because i do think it's better for like if you have children and stuff like that so you don't have to have them in daycare and all this stuff Mm -hmm. um and then it's still where it's like both of y'all don't have to come home and see who's gonna cook first and then both of y'all don't have to come home and just kind of like okay i'm gonna do the wash you do that you you know what i'm saying you come home you both tired yeah um but it's, it's it's different inconsistencies that come with it you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, from a financial end, I feel like things are way more expensive now, especially yeah. if you have, you know what I'm saying? One child is expensive. So if you have more than one child, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It has to be tended to. Has, especially like, like if they're, if they're toddlers, at least they're at home. Right. But if they in school where you got to pick them up, drop them off, extracurricular activities, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like that becomes a whole different ball game. But Which Chucks, if you, if you don't, if they don't stay at home, if they go to daycare, that's like a mortgage per kid per right. week no, you pay. But, that, but that's that's correct. <laughs> that's correct as well. But either way, either way, you're taking a hit. But yeah, financially. But the peace of mind knowing that your kids are at home with you mm-hmm. is a different type of peace of mind. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like nine times out of ten, like if you could make it work, mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? That would be the angle that would right. obviously be, you know what I'm saying, a greater situation to yeah. to put yourself in. But I'm just saying on the perspective of, you know what I'm saying, like it's a little bit more pressure on that person who is going to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like, let's say you like your job at first. You know what I'm saying? You're doing well. You're doing great. And things so happen to change. You get a new manager or you get a new, 
some new staff arrangements right that makes job makes work more difficult mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying which brings a different type of stress and frustration on you so you knowing like you have to go to work so when you come home you know what i'm saying sometimes you bring in that stress of being at work all day coming home mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so the person that's home all day dealing with the kids have dealt with a different type of different type of stress yeah you know what i'm saying and so obviously some you're going to have bad days where sometimes those things are going to clash mm-hmm. you're going to have leveled out days where things are just going to go just just work right and then you're going to have days where you know things are just great you know what i'm saying um but i do think it's like it's a it's a tough situation you know what i'm saying it's it obviously it's manageable yeah you know what i'm saying but it's definitely in this day and time it's definitely uh i feel like it's tougher um on like the mental and emotional part of it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because like when you when you have when you come home and you look at what's needed mm-hmm. or what needs to be taken care of or if something has drastically happened at home that needs to be fixed mm-hmm. or like whatever the case might be that's a burden that you have to carry if you're the one that's working and if you're not working you carrying the burden of like damn I can't help, you know what I'm saying, take some of the weight off of this burden, off of this person, because, you know what I'm saying, I don't want to say restricted, but, you know what I'm saying, because I'm here with the kids, I don't have a way to. Well, that's not even a burden. Like, but you got to think of, of you even have the, the, the luxury of having two people in a home, because if it's one person doing all that is still when they look at two people it still seems a lot easier i would say okay so i'm gonna talk i'm gonna talk from my perspective Mm -hmm. right so like i work from home and i had the kids at home Mm -hmm. right so like with jess she works you know what i'm saying she works her hours whatever those hours may be Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying with her having a long day you know what I'm saying? When she get home, she wants to relax. Mm-hmm. With me, there's sometimes there's not a point of relax mm-hmm. because when she get home, I want to make sure she's straight. But then as kids, I still got to get them, keep them smooth. Mm-hmm. We got to get dinner together, whatever else we, you know what I'm saying, tending to the rest of that evening. Mm-hmm. It, that That is what that is. You know what I'm saying? Um, sometimes because of, sometimes when you having kids or you being an entrepreneur and you working from home and having them, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes business may take a hit at certain points because, you know what I'm saying, what maybe because it's a nap schedule, maybe because of your teaching them or whatever the case, whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you have to build out, obviously you have to build out schedules and times for things to be functionable. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, so obviously two parent is way better than one parent, mm-hmm. but I feel like some things get overlooked in like the difficulty part. Of like the balance. Okay. Is that of the relationship or just the household? Of all of it. Of all of it. Because like, it's like once you get the household balanced, or if you think you got the household balanced, because sometimes Cause it's going to change, balance, right? You know what I'm saying? Then you might be lacking something on the relationship side. Okay. Or if you got the relationship side, you might feel like you got that balanced, then you might feel like the household side isn't balanced because you might be, she might come on and be like, okay, well, this isn't done or that isn't mm-hmm. done. And you looking like, well, I've been here all day tending to this because maybe they was turned up that day right and maybe you ain't get to get to everything you know what i'm saying so like 
everything might not be seen eye to eye at every scene at every single point in time, which is right. not expected. Right. But you know what I'm saying? It's about it's about how y'all communicate and interact with each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think it's like the biggest thing, but I think it's the individual um headspace, I think that that makes things a little bit more difficult. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're individually having goals or individually want to put yourself in spaces mm-hmm. and do things, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to figure out a way to navigate. You know what I'm saying? And me as a man, like I want to provide for my family in a certain way. I want to do things for my family in a certain way. Right. And you know, I work around the clock. You know what I'm saying? So anytime that I get some space and time to figure that out, you always do. You know what I'm saying? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. So, you know what I'm saying? So just for me, myself, you know what I'm saying? I'm always going to grind to put myself and us in a bit in a better situation right you know what i'm saying so um obviously once the kids get in school and everything else like that everything's become more beneficial because now you know what i'm saying you got a time block where they are occupied for this many hours so you have this many hours to do this that or third mm-hmm. or like but the biggest thing that i can say the biggest blessing that has been for me is the bond that i have created you know what I'm saying, with them and being able to teach them certain things that I want them to learn outside of the primary things that they need to know. Right. You know what I'm saying? So there, there's major blessings, outcomes from that, from that aspect. Mm-hmm. But I do think it is difficult for households to strip down to like the one person mm-hmm. working. Cause like I said, I still do, you know what I'm saying? Work as an entrepreneur. Yeah. It's just, you know, sometimes months may be great and then sometimes months may not be so good just depending on like how everything looks the life of an entrepreneur you know what i'm saying so um but then when you be an entrepreneur you want to kind of figure out how to get to that next step Mm -hmm. i think that's where sometimes things can become a block a -hmm. little bit because now you you know you got these little people you got to take care of yeah and you know she's establishing in her space of where she's at and Mm -hmm. you're trying to figure out how do you navigate of keeping Whatever balance you you think you didn't configure it, but still elevate at the same time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just think we're in a space now where everybody kind of want to do something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, um, if you're not able to create schedules and balance certain things out, or depending on what type of profession you would like to go into, you know what I'm saying? You might not be able to juggle in and do it from home. Right. You might have to just strip down. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Okay, if that is what I'm doing for this amount of time, when it's time for me to make that transition, are you going to be down to ride with me through mm-hmm. this transition? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you, so that's one thing I do feel like you're right about. It is about a lot of different conversations at a mm-hmm. lot of different points and times. Yeah. But it's also about the harsh reality of being honest and upfront yeah. and not being afraid of, you know what I'm saying, I don't want to say hurting somebody's feelings or possibly letting well, somebody having down. Having that hard conversation yeah. in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and everything like that. So, and that's the thing. I'm always communicating on where my, not, I ain't going to say where my thoughts are at, but where I'm, where I feel like we're headed mm-hmm. and where I, where I personally want to get us to. Right. And how I can make that align to what everything else we, we got going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And obviously you hit bumps in the road and, and things alter. You know yeah. what I'm saying? What that viewpoint is. But at some point, you know what I'm saying? That thing that thing shifts. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I got a homeboy that I was talking to, and he was talking about how his off days changed and how on his off days, he have his son. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how that's how just them two days is so different for him. You know what I'm saying? So like just imagine if just two days was seven days a week. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So um but I think once you get adjusted and acclimated and get in a process, you kinda know how to do certain things. I think it's when you try to take that step up is when it becomes difficult because you like, how do I take the step up? with everything else staying the same Mm -hmm. because something has to shift in order to, you know what I'm saying? To take another level up. Right. You know, but you know, you know, shout out, you know what I mean? To, to all the mothers or fathers who are holding it down at the crib yeah, or to, to, to the, to the parents that's working together and just balancing it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we're all working towards the greater good to, to have successful families and, our kids grow up to be amazing and great and, you know what I'm saying, and live, you know what I'm saying, amazing lives. You know what I mean? So with that being said, you know what I'm saying, do you have anything you want to add before I cut us out? You just going to cut us out like that? I almost did. <laughs> <laughs> um, No. See, that's why I should have cut us out. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just playing. But that's that's all I got a little to. Like I said, happy Mother's Day again for all the mothers, you know what I'm saying, out there that's, that's being supportive, that's doing their thing, that's showing love, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's helping the fathers be great fathers mm-hmm. and being great supporters, you know what I mean, because y'all are great supporters and help us get to where we need to get to, you know what I'm saying. Yes, we You are. know what I mean, so, mm-hmm. you know, shout out Jess. Happy Mother's Day, you know what I'm saying, great supporter in mm-hmm. in every realm. Uh, thank you. I appreciate you. Shout out. You better. Shout out my co-host over here. Shout she all right. She all right. Hey. Hey. Don't, don't pay her yeah. no money, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? She she have her bad days. Now, when her bad um, days are bad, poor, but you better watch the fuck out. I'm saying. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Shout out everybody. You know what I'm saying? Keep grinding. Keep doing your thing. This is More Sneakers Podcast. Episode 95, I'm your host, T.O. Sneakers, and this is my co-host. I sell sneakers, not dreams.